Sit back, relax, and welcome to Intoxicomics. Alright, hello and welcome to Intoxicomics. I'm Ken, your host. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the premise of the show. Uh, what we're going to do today is um, I'm here with my guest, Jared. Hi, how's it going? Um, we're going to get uh, pretty drunk, and then we're going to talk about a comic. Yeah, a series or like a run of comics, right? Not yeah. just one. Cool. Because yeah. if I had to just read one, I'd be really mad at you because I got done reading about 20 of them. So <laughs> I felt like I was cramming for a, a final this morning. <laughs> so um, our, our show today is going to be brought to you by Sailor Jerry's. Nice. Um, Why did you pick that drink for our, our show today? Well, I really like spiced rum to begin with. But secondly, right now I'm on a ketogenic diet and oh. it's got no added sugar. So it's within the diet for me to be able to drink it while I'm to on get, the diet. To get drunk on yeah, your diet. Absolutely. Okay. That's why I like this diet is because it still allows for you to. Can't, can't waste any of those carbs. No, absolutely no, not. No. Zero carbs. Got to love it. All right. Um, so I appreciate everybody who's tuning in with us right now. Uh, uh, Jared, why don't you tell us a little bit about the. Uh, the comic that you chose, and then uh, we'll jump into it. All right, cool. So when I was younger, back in the 1990s, uh, they killed Superman. They had Doomsday, the death of Superman, funeral for a friend, and then the reign of Superman. Um, so the comic that I decided to go over, the story arc, is the return of Superman. So the reign of the Superman and return of Superman, which was the series that happened right after uh, death of Superman and funeral for a friend. Mm-hmm. So uh, what ends up happening is that four Superman people that look like Superman come back to earth after Superman's dead. And nobody knows which one's the real Superman. And, and most all of them claim to be Superman. So it gets kind of crazy. And the reason I picked it is because that's when the height of comics were the thing for me. Um, I was old enough to kind of like what I what I liked versus being told by my cousins and stuff what I should like. You know, they were big Batman fans and Green Lantern stuff, and I just they didn't really care about Superman. Mm-hmm. But I really liked like this storyline, so I found myself even as I got older on later on in life. So so when this comic series came out, I tried to buy as many of them as I could. The problem with that is being you know ten, eleven, twelve years old and trying to get get all these comics that you don't have any money. You know, so I was trying to do chores and stuff to get the money. I remember that. But these comics are coming out a a week at a time. So it's not like a normal comic series. Like, for instance, if you're if you uh, if you collect The Walking Dead right now, they don't have like four different comic lines that The Walking Dead's coming out on. It's just The Walking Dead that comes out once a month. It's easy to stay current with. It's easy to keep up with. This story arc for the death, return, funeral for a friend, all of those story arcs were weekly that covered a whole bunch of DC's properties. Oh, wow. So it was every week you were buying a new comic, and it was hard to figure out which one fit into the storyline or if it was just the continuation of the normal storyline. Like, sure. So, for instance, there is a uh, there is a Green Lantern comic. There's one Green Lantern comic that falls into the, the reign of the Superman. But you'd have the Green Lantern storyline, and it's chugging along, chugging along, chugging along, one shot for this one comic, and mm-hmm. it picks up its own storyline right again. So it was very hard, unless you were paying attention to things, to know which one to get. And what they started to do is they put these little uh, emblems on them to let you know which number it was in the series. 
but I wasn't really paying attention to that much when I was a kid because I, I you know, you're a kid, you don't really pay attention to things like that. Yeah. But it was a big part of my life when I was a kid. Um, I found myself going back and buying all the back issues back when I got uh, a real job in high school and you know, I got out of high school. I go to Graham Crackers and look for these back issues before I started buying stuff on eBay, mm-hmm. and I put together the entire set. Yeah, was that the ones that you showed me? The the ones up in your from the uh, box, all the special edition ones that you pulled out. No, unfortunately, I a few years ago I decided to kind of pare down my comic book collection, mm-hmm. and I made a decision that I regretted till about two weeks ago when we started talking about this. Two three weeks ago, yeah, I sold my Reign of the Superman oh, no. set after putting it together. Like I'm I'm a collector kind of a person where I like to. I like the chase of trying to get everything, and then once I have it, I kind of am like like whatever partial to, yeah. to keeping it. Yeah. Um. So I sold it. I also sold uh my first issue of Black Spider Man, Black Suit Spider Man, and all that stuff. All these comics that I wanted when I was a kid, I got my hands on them and ended up selling them a few years ago. Uh, this one, when we were hanging out, I ended up picking up on Comicsology, and then I was also on eBay, and I found somebody that had it for one like one third of what I sold it for. So I bought the entire series again. Mm-hmm. So we're going kind of through a, a digital and print mix that you have for, for collecting this? Uh, no, actually, the cool part is is that I was able to put together the entire, uh, it was the entire set. So when the guy sold it to me, it's from the introduction of the four Superman till when Superman returns and, spoiler alert, and uh, there's like another 15 comics that were added at the end of it. So I've got the whole run again. So nice. I started reading it on Comicsology this morning, trying to refresh my brain of the storyline and everything. It's probably going to be helpful. Yeah, which was cool <laughs> because I was like, okay, I, I, feel, I felt like I pretty much knew the story in my head. And then going through the comics, it was so cool because I did remember it. Yeah. Like there's some cool details and things that, uh, that I didn't remember. But the general pretty detailed overall storyline, I remembered pretty darn well. And that was, that was cool. Yeah. So I started I started reading the comicsology one this morning, but I wanted I found myself wanting to flip back a couple pages, and it was kind of crazy. So I ended up busting out the comics, and I went old school and read all of them. Nice. I read the entire run today. Now I didn't say to read a word for word because I didn't need to, but I spent I yeah. I went through every page of those books. Okay. Today, which was really pretty fun, because of the added benefit of going through the paper the paper copy of it is that I got to see all the ads for old video games, movies, and stuff, which was great. I, I highly suspect Drunk Jared's going to throw in, like, one of those ads or something. Oh, I totally am. So, so so what I figured I'd do is, as I tell the story, because it's kind of a – obviously, I'm not going to spend an hour or a whole bunch of time per comic going through all this stuff. But I figured what I'd do is i grab the comics and take you from the beginning to the end on it mm-hmm. and just kind of have those as a reference for what's going on. And then I can then I can show you and we can make fun of the, uh, of the ads as we go through. Yeah, that'll be a great time. All right. Um, so I think uh, we got a little bit of backstory to hear. So I think we're going to start getting into our drink here. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Cheers. Superman first appeared as a DC character in Action Comics number one in June 1938. Over the run of the Superman comics, he has died a total of 15 times. Most recently was in 2016, Superman 52, due to the kryptonite poisoning while fighting Denny Swan, the energy Superman. Hi. I'm Jared, and this is Reign of the Superman. So, back in 1993, Superman died. Spoiler alert. And then he came back to life. Other spoiler alert. And the... I don't know the character dying and coming back to life. <laughs> That's crazy! 
But in between then, from the time that Superman died until the time that he came back to life, we had a thing that happened called the Reign of the Superman. And we start off first with the last son of Krypton. So we go into this comic book and we uh, see it's very 1990s. Jesus, those very, are some, those very are some like, retro glasses. We rip through this comic book. It is uh, This is Action Comics uh, number 687, which is number 12 of the Death of Superman series, which happens after Doomsday and Funeral for a Friend. So you had Doomsday happen and then Funeral for a Friend, which uh, killed effectively for our generation Superman. Superman died, and it was on the news. It was on radio. It was on TV and everything. And we flipped through this comic book, and this apparently it looks like besides the uh, Brox Rocks, is that like here cartoon dragon? Yeah, that is a Brox Rocks uh, pam panel that's in this the, the entire way. <laughs> this, this dude goes over and picks up uh, Superman's cape from where Superman was buried. So what happened was is Doomsday killed Superman. All of the Justice League buried Superman into this tomb in Metropolis, and this being went back and grabbed Superman's cape and escaped out of a escape hatch and became Superman. Um, there's also a fun thing of a uh, Super Mario Brothers movie add in here. I mean, how many of us have seen Super Mario Brothers? I have. How many of us love Super Mario Brothers? So many. So many. So many. Yeah. So so that happened. Exactly. So uh, the last son of Krypton, as this person will call himself from this series. So there are four major Superman in this. And this one is the last son of Krypton. He will call himself Superman and he will go through and tell everybody in the uh, Superman's solidarity place that he is Superman, right? Like, hey guys, I'm Superman. Yeah, pretty much for the most part. And they're like, oh, all right, fine. They keep calling him, they, they, like everybody in the Fortress of Solitude calls him Master. All of the robots that are there call him Master. Okay. All of them do. So we get this comic book. Uh, we also have a Mega Man 5 ad in this comic book, which is amazing. Uh, pretty much, yep. Yep, and then Supergirl shows up and she doesn't really do anything. <laughs> but uh, Lois Lane shows up and she interacts with. So the common theme in this is that it, Lois Lane interacts with all of the Supermen to see if they're actually Clark. Okay, and she interacts with this guy, and well, I mean, you know, quote unquote interact, and she goes at the end. So the last panel, which is very important to me in this comic. She goes, I've lost Clark all over again. So he looked so good, looked so much, looked so much like the character of Superman that and Clark that the guy was saying that he didn't have the he didn't have the memory. Blah blah blah. She's you know what he's he's died to me again. That's no good. So we move on to the Superman, the Man of Steel. I'm not even going to open this one because it's stupid. I'm going to put that one down. So, Superman, Man of Steel, John Henry. The entire comic book starts off with John Henry, who is a um, ends up being a weapons expert, basically, basically Tony Stark. Okay. Okay. Without the money. Yeah. This guy is able to develop an entire 
frame of armor that he builds out of his basement in a Freddy Krueger-like atmosphere. And, uh... So delicious. And, uh... If you can see here, on the reign of the Superman, he's not even pictured because he's black, which is bad. <laughs> All the white guys are pictured. He is not. Well, it is the 1990s. Right. So. Long story short, he fights the white rabbit. He wants to capture the white rabbit for making these giant weapon munitions things that just destroy Harlem. He's basically Luke Cage. This is Steel that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, John Steel. The Immortal yep. Iron Fist? Pretty much. But this guy is the preface for what we saw on uh, the Luke Cage Netflix series. So as much as I don't like the series, I I like what they did with it because well, they took. And if he's also if he's named after John Henry, I mean that's a pretty you know pretty blatant nod to what he's supposed to be. I guess that's why he carries a hammer too. And if you look at the comics, okay, what, this is the good thing that DC did with the comics is that the first one, right, the Son of Krypton. They went Superman in action comics. Boom. That's like, that's the title that he was on. As we talked about earlier, before we uh, decided, decided to record, is that all these comics are coming about every week. They weren't coming out every month. They were every week. Mm. Okay. So Superman in action comics had a comic. Boom. That same week, Superman, Man of Steel had a comic. Boom. Done. Next one. Superman had a comic. Oh, what's this one? This is the third one. This is the third of the four Supermen. Okay. okay. The third of the four Supermen was the Man of Tomorrow is back. And this is the one that is linchpin for the entire franchise. This is a cyborg. It's a robot Superman. It is robot Superman. Robot Superman. I mean, this is, looks like a very – if you look at this picture from a bad angle, it looks like a very bad, naughty picture. Not good. <laughs> she got white stuff all over. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Long story short, um, by the way, I, as I like to do in this um, thing so far, is to point out all the fun ads. Yeah. So there is an ad in here for Sim Earth on the Super Nintendo that lets you build your life and your world as you should see fit. So that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> But so the cyborg comes back to life. Um, he goes down to guardian facilities and they don't let him escape as narrowly as he should. Um, because the main guy, the Captain America clone, if you can uh, look here, see this guy? Captain America clone. He looks kind of like a. Oh, is that the guardian? Golden yeah. Cyclops. Yep, guardian. Nice job, Steve. That's why I wanted you here. This is so nice. That Guardian goes, hey, I know that guy. Leave him alone. And then he bails out. And then we have the Mario movie. Because that's what we do. The Mario movie was very popular at this yep. time, I guess. Yep. And very so what happens in this movie, so what happens in this phase is very, very important because the cyborg grabs Doomsday from Guardian facilities and takes him into space, attaches him to an asteroid and calculates where he's going to be in space if he hurls him in any specific direction and then hurls his ass into space. That's a much better idea than keeping him under supervision. Yeah, exactly. Nothing could possibly go wrong putting this yep. weapon of mass destruction then, in space. Then, as I said before, he meets with Lois Lane and he, and 
Like, I mean, isn't is that not the saddest panel ever? Oh my god, I'm gonna talk to you. Like, like it's so it's so not okay. Why is his face missing? Right? Because he's look, he's a cyborg Superman. You've never seen these, have you? I have not, which is nice because you're telling them to me. So. Okay, cool, cool. Um, by, by the way, you can go to Mile High Comics in Colorado before it was Mile High Comics in Colorado. But uh, Lois Lane is a very major key factor to this entire thing. Um, fun side note, does not come into play in this storyline. It comes into play in a later storyline, but um, Doomsday wakes up. Well, he, after he's been hurled into space. Yeah, Doomsday does not need oxygen to survive. Okay. So Doomsday, it says here, um, it's been said that in space, no one can hear you scream. True. But if we could bend the laws of science and assume that we could just hear for a few seconds, we would hear laughter. And it's Doomsday laughing. <laughs> this is for Jerry Ordway, uh, whose quality of work encourages us all. Cool. So, Steve, would you mind bagging this one for me? Of course. Thank you, brother. We're going to go right into the Metropolis Kid is back. So, I know. Oh, yeah, they changed it up. So, I know I'm spending a lot of times right now on the first four comics. This sets the, uh, the entire run. So a lot of these are going to be very quick to go from here, but these are the setups, okay? So this is Superboy. Right. Okay. I remember him from the Superman ride at Six Flags. Right. Yep. Yep. He's in it. So long, long story short, Superboy is a is an admitted clone of Superman. Okay. He is he's from Guardian Industries. And he is a clone of Superman. They've never been able to get a Superman clone correct as much as, much as Superman has somehow left his DNA all over the place. Uh, they, have not, they have not been able to clone Superman. So Superboy in this one is the uh, closest thing that they can have to a actual Superman. That means that Superboy does not have all the powers of Superman. But he does have suave, debonair. He's got, he's got that like nice like little little flip over hair there. Ah, ah, Super Mario Brothers. I know another. Go guy. see it in theaters this Friday. What is the deal with these glasses that he's wearing? He's got those like round glasses. So what happened was this is, this they're, is totally, a, they're totally catching him on Top Gun. He's got a leather jacket and aviator. No, so what happened was is as he left the facility, the newsboys. Which was real. I know it's crazy. The newsboys, clones, give him the jacket. So he, so he's got the jacket, right? Right. And then he, and then in this, in this scene here, he ends up saving this chick by grabbing her on the the butt with her yoga tights. Yep. Yep. And then he takes her glasses. Oh, so he saves her and then steals yeah, her. Like I mean, I mean, and then he takes her glasses. She's got, she's got a nice booty, though. Yeah, that ass don't lie. Then he kisses her because he's a pedophile. Okay. Or whatever. That makes sense. And then he flies away. and But she loves it. So she does. It's okay. Yeah. And then you play Summer. <laughs> and then you get Rocky D's. Nuts. 
So then through this entire comic series, we have this guy that was saved by Superman at one point that wants to be Superman. He's just wearing the Superman shirt, but he's not a Superman. Yep. Yep. And this guy is the comic relief of the entire thing. And he just keeps showing up and trying to, I mean, trying to help people out. And he even yells puppies. Puppies! He's got the very, like, 90s, like, Superman physique where he's, like, overly muscular. Yep. And, like, just wearing shirts everywhere. They want us to watch. Again, with the Mario Brothers. Again. Is that twice in the same book? Same book. Yep. So that's why this one was like so important to me. It like I was like, like Super Mario. I was like, why would you do that? So, <laughs> so in this comic book, Superboy meets up with this uh, reporter chick, and then she makes him like this prime time guy. Like, oh, we're gonna follow this guy around, be fun. What's what's going on? She didn't have a job at GBS, so she went to the Daily Bugle, or right Daily Bugle. No, Daily Bugle's in Marvel. Planet. Planet. Thank you. Planet, yeah. Sure to the planet, and uh, Jimmy was not having it, and uh, so she, so she walked out, and then Superboy picked her up, and he's like, "Hey, what's your name?" And she's like, "I don't know what my name is." <laughs> <laughs> I was And then, and then she made a helicopter happen because she then stole sold her story to GBS. Okay, and then. Super, Superboy is like, I'm going to, like, put on a show for you. And he does it. Pew, pew, pow, 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 pow. Exactly. Nails it. Nails it. He's like, beats all these thugs. Because thugs don't matter. And then we we flip to this. Nobody cares about Superboy beating up thugs. Or Mega Man 5. Nobody cares about that. Superman 5 was amazing. Nobody cares about this. And then we get to the end of this whole comic book. And Superboy... Um, is a, at this point admittedly a clone of Superman. Okay. And just wants to kind of, like, he broke out of a facility and he, he knows he's a clone. It's not a, like, I don't know if I'm the real person. No, he's like, I'm a clone. Cool. I'm good. But he's trying to, like, just make life for his own side of things. Cool. So we've, we've had Superboy, the robot Superman, the black Superman, and then the son of Krypton. The son of Krypton. The shades. With he, yeah, he's got the same like nineties. Like I'm gonna wrap around your entire face. Right. Shades. So at this point, he's the Bret Hart of Superman. Okay, <laughs> that's a good example. Yeah, with th- those kind of shades. Bret, the Hitman Hart of Superman. So at this point, I really felt to me because so you get to hear. So this this is the first four comics of this entire storyline, right? Mm-hmm. I felt that you know that two of them are not Superman. You know that the guy that says, I'm a clone, is not Superman. And the guy goes, yeah, I'm a black guy. I'm not Superman. goes, yeah, I'm not Superman. I'm just trying to do good. Cool. So now it comes down to the last son of Krypton and the cyborg. The cyborg thing is actually Superman? That's where it gets interesting. So... We move into the next phase. This is, uh, we're at number 16. We're, we're not going to be very long here, folks. It'll be okay, though. This is where um, Superman in Action Comics, number 688, where Guy Gardner chooses sides. Let's just flip through this whole thing and get to the back end of it. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought. Because I was like, where is Hal? 
Hell is around. Where is hell? We we did figure out through this whole thing with talking to Adam that apparently in this guy Gardner is a yellow rain or a yellow. Did you say ranger? ranger? I almost said ranger, but he's not a ranger because he he has a ring. So it's the ring one, <laughs> the lanterns. <laughs> that's what the other one. <laughs> so he's a yellow ring lantern. You said ranger again. Goddamn, I love it. Yellow lantern for some reason through this entire rain. Comic book. Ranger. <laughs> you hold something in the air and you say something and you get superpowers. <laughs> far stretch. He, he's all like, I'm, I'm Ranger Zordon, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what bothered me about the comic. Okay, so I like this comic is solid because Guy Gardner picks a side. So now you're trying to go with your DC background and go, okay, I, I agree with Guy. I don't, whatever. So here's what bothered me about this comic. Is that we go to uh, the phase where a guy is going to like start pounding on the Sun of Krypton, which is fine. You know, you're going to do what you got to do. This is our Bret Hart super. But here is my, like, I noticed this. I didn't have it. So, okay. Rewind. <laughs> on Comixology, if you read this, okay, you miss out on a whole bunch that I didn't realize you missed out on. Like, this was a revelation for me. I miss out on all of the ads. <laughs> Reading this in Comixology that I didn't read <laughs> in the regular one. And one big thing that was going on during this time in DC that I did not realize was Nightfall. Oops. They broke Batman's back during this time in the DC universe. Killing Superman was so big that nobody Gave a shit about Batman. <laughs> but they had they had put like articles in here and not articles, but like the, the end, um, but like ads in here about Those Nightfall. Girls on his face? It's rats. Oh, okay. But if you look at if you look at the sun like or the eclipse that's going on, it moves through all of the books. It's pretty cool how they did it. And I didn't realize what they were doing at the time. And I didn't even realize it today when I did it, when I read it. And then the thing that pissed me off the most about this whole series is that they told you what already happened. Oh, with that ad there? Right. So this book, uh, Superman number 79, happens three weeks later. And it's already showing you the cyborg with the flag doing something, which you can go, oh, well, nothing ever happened, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's like, well, we, why would you show me that like three quarters into this book? It makes no sense. So last son of Krypton gets through. We're going to buy a Lynx because uh, why not buy a Lynx? Because they have <laughs> hockey and soccer. Um, For those of you who don't know, the Lynx was a very flashy Atari. pan handheld gaming system. Along the lines of uh, Game Boy or Game Gear by Atari. By Atari. Yep. And at the end of this, at the end of this comic, Guy Gardner picks Last on the Krypton to be his guy, because unlike Superman, through the entire series of Superman, this guy just breaks everybody's arms and won't let them do anything. Die? No, I'm sorry. Superman breaks every like he goes. Oh, these people are going to hurt people, so he just breaks all of their arms. Oh. 
That's effective, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Not he doesn't kill him. He just goes, oh, well, from the elbow. So what happens in the comic book is from the elbow down, all of their arms are broken. Unrepairable. <laughs> A little heavy-handed. <laughs> okay, so we're not even going to open this one. Which okay. one? This is Superman, Man of Steel? This is where we get into, yeah. This is where we get into a little bit more faster portion of this. Okay. Uh, Superman, Man of Steel, which is all of John Steele's storyline. Because they all pick a storyline and they, they go through it. Pretty pretty clever marketing by DC, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty solid. Um, Superman, Man of Steel, Iron John versus Metropolis Kid, title bout. Um... He hits him with a hammer, he hits him with a punch, and they decide to be friends. This is this is Super Kid and then the black Superman, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the guy that made an Iron Man armor of Superman that can somehow articulate the entire time and uh Superboy. That by the way, at the end of this entire series, Superboy is an actual comic. Superboy is still today. Like that character exists. That's the one character that's lived through everything. Spoiler alert! Yeah, I don't think in the new Fifty Two, but before that, he was a he was a legit. He was the the title title. Um, I don't I don't know if there's multiple ones. I don't know if there's multiple Superboys or not. You're talking about this Superboy that's like on the Teen Titans and everything. No, 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 no. Um. So now we go to the reign of the Superman number. So we have gone a very long way at this point, and this is uh, Superman in number 79, which has a cyborg on the cover holding an American flag, shooting a rocket launcher into the air. This is the cover that the ad ruined earlier. Yeah, So we've, we've which, which we have found out that they do all the time. In this book, nothing really happens aside from the fact that you know that the uh, cyborg watches... It very it, it's it's so bad. Was Hitler in this one? <laughs> no, but it could have been close. <laughs> um, so from this book, you realize that the cyborg is watching everybody. He's just like like just creeping on everyone, creeping on everybody. Okay. So we then go to the Reign of the Superman number nineteen, which is the Adventures of Superman, which is the Adventures of Superman are Superboy. Okay. Okay. He meets up with Supergirl. That's Clark's cousin, right? Yep. Okay. I don't know how many Supergirl. There's like four Superboys slash men in this run, none of which are the actual Superman. But they're meeting up finally with Clark's cousin. So, it's like. so this one is called Boy Meets Girl. So the one thing that's really different about Superboy from Superman is that Superboy can blow up metal. You can like, okay, you got a wall of metal. I'm going to touch it and it's going to be gone. Okay. Okay, he can blow it up. That's the one difference. And he also sorry, not one difference, other difference. He he is not equipped to deal with fire. Fire hurts him bad. Okay. So you're finding the flaws, right? So at this point, this character that never said that he was Superman, he's like, I'm a clone. I'm a clone. I'm not Superman. Mm-hmm. And John Henry is going. No, I'm just a guy trying to do right. It is what it is. You still have the last son of Krypton and the cyborg trying to be Superman. But we know their powers at this point. Son of Krypton can look at somebody right in the face and nuke their eyes out with his eye beams. The cyborg has all those powers too. 
The other two don't. That's kind of where we're at right now. So we run into the reign of Superman, number 20, Superman in Action Comics. And we see this person watching all of these screens. This comic sucks. This is the worst comic of the entire block. <laughs> I have read it. I've read it probably a dozen times trying to find the point of everything. This is the culmination. Like, this brings everybody up to speed is what it does. And it's stupid. Right. So I already told you what's up. Moving on. So now we're into... Uh, number 21, Superman, the Man of Steel. So this is back in John Henry's comics, okay? Iron John versus Last Son of Krypton, title bout two. So they've already fought once. They fought again. And he hits the Son of Krypton. So one of the two actual Supermen in the head with a fucking hammer, Thor style, and takes him out. Takes him out. Hurts him hard. Huh? No, just a hammer. Like, because he's not really Superman. This is, this is um, Brett, Bret Hart Superman versus Iron Man Black Superman. Right. So now we roll into, uh, by the way, let's just look at the uh, back. Mortal Kombat. This has been how many of them, Steve? The Mortal Kombat has been a bunch of them. Yeah. Barks. That's just W says three. Oh, shit. I thought it was on a few of them. Oh, it's in the middle. Okay. By the way, Mortal Kombat, September of 93, is a major push on this comic book series. Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, Goro, Scorpion. Awesome. Then we come to one of my favorite comic book covers ever. From the dumbest to your favorite. Well, really, like, seriously, that's why I love this series so much. I do. This comes to one of my favorite comic book covers ever because this cover contains everything in this book. Who's this old dude? Exactly. Exactly. That, that's that's so, exactly correct. So for you guys, so it's it's Ro Mecha Superman essentially punching some old dude wearing a Superman like looks like a tank top. In in the head, like he's he's donkey he's donkey punching the shit out of this nice. dude. Nice. Um. So I don't know who this old dude is, but I'm guessing we'll hopefully we'll find out. So what it is? Yeah. So to clarify, he's not actually punching him in the head. He's shooting him with a laser beam. It looks like he's donkey punching this guy. If you don't know what donkey punching is, go up on Urban Dictionary. It'll be a donkey fun time for everybody. Has nothing to do with a fucking ray blast through the chest. He's donkey punching right. the hell out of this guy. Love it. <laughs> you, want, you want my favorite part about this entire comic book cover is one, it tells you everything that happens in the comic book, and two, it foreshadows the eventual return of Superman. Okay. Seriously. So, so what's going on in this one? What, what are we doing? So we're not even going to open this book. Oh, we're not. Okay. No, no. It's the old guy. We're going to find out who the old guy is. So the that's the last under Krypton. That is the guy that we have talked about back from go. That was that's our Bret Hart Superman. That was our Bret Hart Superman. That was our that was our green guy, man. Where's he at? Where's he bald? Anyway, that was the last son of Krypton. He had the uh, he had the visors on. If you can see, he's got the visor on him. Yeah, yeah. That is the last son of Krypton. This cyborg Superman has blown the chest out of the other Superman, and unconventionally, as a comic book would have you do. 
that's exactly what happens. Like, like you know, you see a lot of comic book covers that are like, oh, hey, this is what happens. And that's not what happens at all. Yeah. That shit exactly happens. Why doesn't this, like, like I don't know, why isn't the cyborg, like, why aren't they getting along at this point? Like, So, what you haven't seen and what you don't know, by the way, second Mortal Kombat. And, yeah. Um... At this point in the entire series, you realize that the cyborg Batman, I mean, sorry, Superman. It's not Batman. Yeah, cyborg Superman is the bad guy. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Yep. Cyborg Superman is the bad guy. Cyborg Superman has played this out Kevin Spacey style as the greatest coup to all mankind. Okay. So, we go to the next comic book. Okay. We see Cyborg Superman fighting Superboy. Wait, so does Bret Hart Superman die in the comic or no? So, okay. No, good question, right? So, Cyborg, I'm sorry. So, Bret Hart Superman goes back to the Fortress of Solitude, which he has gone to multiple times at this point. Okay. okay. Cyborg... I'm sorry, Bret Hart Superman goes to the Fortress of Solitude and everything in the Fortress of Solitude responds to him. Mm-hmm. They don't, they, they just call him the creator. They just like, yeah, what are you going to do this? Call him master. master. Yep. They're like, master, we'll do this. Master, we'll do this. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Actually, I'm sorry. You're right, though. But he's like, hey, put me in the, like, the nutrient bath. Put me in this. Put me in this. Blah, blah, blah. They take care of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it from that side of things, he is Superman because everything is doing what it should do. It was for solitude. Good. So the unfortunate point is between this comic and and this comic. The the next one here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Do you still not know if Bret Hart's dead or not? No, you don't know if Bret Hart's dead or not. Oh, okay. So he's still surviving in the last comic. Yep. Okay. Yep. Which is a common theme. So in this one, don't send a boy to do a man's job. Superboy goes and tries to stop Cyborg Superman from doing things. What happened between A and B is that basically let's call it L.A. We're going to call it Coastal City. Okay. Okay. L.A., gets nuked and annihilated by this um, extraterrestrial group. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Right? And Cyborg Superman is sent over there because the U.S. government believes that Cyborg Superman is the right guy to go deal with this stuff. You rewind it all, and Cyborg Superman is in cahoots with these people that sent the nuke that sent the nuke to blow up coastal city. Okay. Um, cyborg Superman. I don't want to blow your mind at this point. We're going to get there. Probably going to do it anyway. Yeah. Not only does (laughs) it shoot him through the chest, he shoots him in the face. It's true. It's true. So cyborg Superman really wants this bad thing that's happening to LA. We didn't open has L.A. being nuked by this group of aliens that's in league with Cyborg Superman. And last on a Krypton tries to stop him, gets shot in the back, and then in the face. 
and then gets blamed for nuking Coast City. None of right. yeah, yeah. So, so Cyborg Superman blames the last hunter Krypton for not doing what he should do. Okay. Even though he was the one that caused everything. Right, yeah. 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 Can you figure out the bad guy yet? It's called being framed. Can <laughs> you figure out the bad guy yet? So Cyborg Superman then fights the boy, I mean Superboy, and fucking wrecks his ass. That's three Mortal Kombat in a row. <laughs> so I believe this is the one that gets fun. Okay, so we then going to uh, Superman in Action Comics number uh, six ninety from year nineteen ninety three. It's the twenty fourth in the series. If you look at this, um, you have a Six Flags theme parks ad, which is good. the The title of this comic is Lies and Revelations. We have a uh, ad for Meteor Man, <laughs> which was a horrible movie, and. At this point, we realize that Cyborg Superman is holding Superboy against his will. We still don't know if Bret Hart Superman is dead yet. Right? Was Brett, so at this point, I will tell you, you didn't read it, but I will tell you, Bret Hart Superman went back to the Fortress of Solitude again, 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 and is getting cooped up. However, this is the fun part. Okay, so, so this is the amazing part. So when he went back there. He said, hey, put me in the bath of, like, make me better. <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> it is. It totally is. The bath of, let's make me better. <laughs> and the robots were like, nah, ain't going to happen because that bath is broke. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that person that was in that bath is gone. So he's like, okay, well, uh, can you bring me back to life? And they're like, yeah, we can totes do that. So he did it. So who was the person that was in the bath? Oh, we will wait for that. Uh oh, I can guess probably. Can you? Maybe. So this is like Superman. He's like yelling at people. It's not good. Less on a Krypton. It's 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 all bad. So what happens in this comic is very unfortunate to the Less on a Krypton. Okay. Because we already have John, John Henry, John Steele, John, whatever you want to call him, that know that he's not Superman, mm-hmm. right? We know that Superboy knows that he's not Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have two people that don't know who they are. We have Last on a Krypton and the Cyborg. Okay, at this point, the Cyborg has killed everybody that's come to this town, and we have the Last on a Krypton and the Last on a Krypton actually feels and believes that he is Superman. And then and then what happens is is the um, the Arctic whatever or like Superman's place mm-hmm. plays a whole revelry of what actually happened. So he is actually one of Superman's greatest foes. Oh that's like Krypton or Cyborg Superman? No. No, um, the last of the Krypton is one of the greatest foes that he has ever faced. It's the uh, uh, can't remember his name. Um, no, it's not Lex. Okay, so let's talk about Lex Luthor for a minute. So Lex Luthor, <laughs> through this entire time, has been trying to be 
the guy that can control Superman coming back to life. Okay. And Lex has um, Supergirl under his pay. He has, he's already got her. He's just trying to be everything to everybody. He, he owns the company that owns all of the cloning facilities. He's got everything. And then, like, so Superman dies as he wants it to happen. By the way, it looks like Brendan. He just has, like, a freaking beard. There's no mustache, just a beard. We're talking about Luther now. Has a beard? Yeah, just 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 a red beard. Red! It's very red, too. Oh. Comes down. That makes sense. And, um... So Lex has no control. And the problem with this entire book is that Lex has no control, which is fine. Then you go to uh, the last center of Krypton. Last center of Krypton goes, oh, well, I realize that I can't see anything correctly. And it's because I'm not actually Superman. That's the eventuality of the uh, argument. And what ends up happening is that the last center of Krypton, who is was always my person I thought was Superman mm -hmm. is a being that needs to protect the last son of Krypton. So he calls himself the last son of Krypton, but he's not actually the last. No, son. he, no, he, Superman is the last son of Krypton. And this character needs to protect that character. That's actually alive. So is there another one of him that's supposed to protect Supergirl? Nope. She doesn't really count. Nobody cares about Supergirl. <laughs> she just shows up in one comic, and that's about it. So, it, like, this comic book is one of my favorites because <laughs> 24 goes into um, this giant Kryptonian war beast trugging along the floor of the Atlantic Ocean, just walking. And everybody thinks it's maybe Doomsday again. Like, somebody thinks, like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrible. Doomsday is going to show up. And then you get to the end of this comic, and it goes, God knows what else has happened since I've set out. One thing's for sure. Putting an end to all this nonsense is most definitely a job for the real Superman. And then it shows you in black and silver this person inside of this armor as the S. At this point, you don't know what's going on. Like, like you're like, okay, well, everybody, everybody's Superman at this point. Who knows? Right. Then you see this comic book cover. Who loves it? I mean, that 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 that's a solid comic book cover right there. Solid. Pop this puppy open. Reign of the Superman number twenty-five. We're gonna flip through it, knock it out. We're talking about Six Flags. It'd be great. Batman 2. Oh, let's... Can we talk a minute about Jimmy Olsen's Spin Doctors shirt? Is that what it... Jimmy Olsen has a Spin Doctor shirt on right here. <laughs> Dave, how do you feel about Spin Doctors? Yes. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss, can't be wrong. <laughs> so, the unfortunate caveat to this entire series is that Superman has not been able to convince Lois Lane that he is Superman. Okay. When did Superman come back? Right. I hear what you're saying. So in this comic book, you have Superboy, boom, doing something. You got Lex Luthor with his, like, dude, seriously, look at this puppy. That's Lex Luthor in this. 
His flowing red hair. Flowing red hair and no facial hair. It's ridiculous. At this point, we've already blown up L.A. Mm -hmm. I mean, L.A. is gone. So it's, it's okay. Man of Steel's already popping in. We have Bark Tude right there. Um, Superboy, blah, blah, blah. Lois Lane. That does not look like Lois Lane to me at all. Looks a lot more like Mary Jane. Right? Thank you. Like, in what realm of existence does she have those white thighs? Uh, maybe she's got something in her pocket. Stupid. Boy, why'd they spin that? Whatever. Gotta, gotta, make them, gotta make them cash grabs. Right? So in this book, Supergirl obviously is a agent of Lex Luthor, so therefore she will just go wherever he wants her to go. Mary Jane's gonna go out. Long story short, Mary Jane. Yeah, or whatever her name is. Lois Lane. <laughs> whatever. It's the same shit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> John Steele puts a sledgehammer in the chest of this beast that walks on the shore. So this Kryptonian warframe is walking along the bottom of the shore. Boom, 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 boom. Gets up there. Steps on shore. John Henry places a sledgehammer right in his chest. It's like, what the hell? Then, all of a sudden, because he places the sledgehammer in the warframe chest... He poops out a Superman. <laughs> he poops it out right there. He did it. He goes, they're going to attack attack Metropolis over my dead body. So rewind. What happens is the cyborg is in cahoots with Mongol. Mongol wants to make another war planet. War planet equals... You have a planet, you have a uh, city and another city that can each equal a um, phase array of um, engines, and then they couldn't do it. So, like, they already made the left coast one, the LA one, did it, nailed it. And then he's like, I'm going to do it in Metropolis, and Superman's like, nah, bro, ain't going to happen. So then we get into the uh, Superman series here. Reign of the Superman. Um, long story short, he fights the cyborg. Uh, he fights the cyborg. Uh, the third one is he uh, fights the cyborg again. Jesus. So and wait, then, is this actual Superman now? Yeah, this is uh, yeah black black costume guy is Superman. Um, in this one, what had happened was, which makes it all cool, which is really like if you look at the back of this, like what's the back of that? Death and Life of Superman, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is, in this one, so they fight through everything. They're trying to protect Metropolis. It's great. It's cool. There's lots of cool dialogue. It's a good time. However, you get to a point where Superman pulls guns and starts shooting people. Because he just is not powerful. If he has to wear like, people's, other people's boots to fly where he's going, he's trying to shoot people to make it okay. And then what happens is, the last son of Krypton shows up, interjects between himself, I'm sorry, between Superman and the cyborg, cyborg like opens up Kryptonite into the last son of Krypton, blows his essence into Superman, and then re-energizes him. And then Superman rips the cyborg apart. Into he actually punches him through the chest and then vibrates his arm. 
as fast as he can to destroy that person because that person has been able to like take over like machines and all that stuff. He like puts his arm through it and goes blows up this guy. And uh, Superman then became back for good. And uh, after this happened, uh, the last time a Krypton happened for a while, Superboy happened still to this day. Uh, Man of Steel happened for, I think, like two or three years. And like it was a kind of a cool storyline. It was a very Luke Cage storyline. And uh, but Superman was Superman. And that was it. And that was the reign of the Superman. So what happens is here is that Superman dies, right? Gets beat to death by Doomsday. Okay. Doomsday, greatest character ever as a negative effect on the DC universe. Fantastic. Love him. Kill Superman. Kill Superman. Superman gets buried. Buried underneath his tomb. All of a sudden, Superman's gone. Power void happens. Boom. Four guys show up. Who shows up? Cyborg, Last Under Krypton, Superboy, Man of Steel. They all show up. You know what happens? Two of them real, two aren't. Boom. That happens. Superboy, he is a legit clone of Superman. Man of Steel, not. Son of Krypton, could be. Cyborg, could be. Boom. So what do we get to? Here's what happens. Superman shows up, kills all of them, except for Superboy, Man of Steel, and the last son of Krypton. What does that tell you who the bad guy is? <laughs> yeah. So instead of killing all of them, he kills one of them. Who's the bad guy? I'll tell you right now, Cyborg. He means Cyborg Superman, not to be confused with Cyborg Cyborg. This has been the Reign of Superman. Thank you for listening to Intoxic Comics. Hope to see you next time when we have a brand new guest, brand new comic, and brand new featured alcohol. Again, you've been listening to Intox Comics. Glad to have you. Cheers.